Welcome to another episode of the Build That Business Podcast. Today, I want to talk about why people aren't buying from you. Oftentimes, when we face a dry spell in our business, whether that be inquiries just aren't coming in, or maybe they are coming, but we're getting ghosted, or maybe we get as far as having an appointment, but the couple decides to go in another direction. This can feel personal. No one wants to feel rejected, right? But if we can understand the main reasons why people aren't buying from us, we can learn how to respond to it, whether that be how to literally respond to our couples or how to respond to it internally. Ready to talk through it? Let's get started. Hello there, and welcome to the Build That Business podcast. Lindsay J. Williams here. I'm a small town mama from Niagara Falls, New York with big, bold dreams. I'm also a successful solopreneur on a mission to help you build, grow, and scale your business. And I'm a damn good cheerleader if I do say so myself. So I'll be with you every step of the way, girlfriends. Here, we share tangible tips and inspiring stories from entrepreneurs just like you, making their business dreams happen. We talk about the triumphs and the struggles of life as an entrepreneur. So what do you say? Are you ready to turn your passion into profits? Are you ready to build that business? I thought you might say so. Let's get to work. Okay, today we are talking about rejection. Doesn't sound like too much fun, right? But when I hit this head on in my business, it changed the way I approached my sales, marketing, and communication. It changed everything. So I want to break down the three reasons people don't buy. There are, of course, others, but these are the three main ones that I found in my business. And then we're going to dive deeper into each one and talk about how to combat them, or maybe you just need to let that customer go. Reason number one, time. Maybe they started working on this part of wedding planning a little too late, or maybe they think that your process takes just too long. I've heard this one far too many times. First thing I want to say here is this. You need to educate your potential customers on how long things take. Most of the people reaching out to you for your services have never done this before, and they're relying on advice from family, friends, wedding apps, you. So you need to be proactively reminding people how long things take and give yourself a buffer here. For example, ideally, I like customers to place their stationary order one year before the big day if they want to work with me. If you're a stationer listening, you probably just rolled your eyes because one year for stationary is crazy. I know. Most couples reach out to their stationers four to six months in advance, and most of those stationers are stressed out beyond belief because they are chasing down wording, waiting on details, juggling dozens of other clients. My thought process here is this. Yes, custom takes time. It absolutely does. And I have not one ounce of shame or hesitation saying that. We start early so that we can all enjoy the process, my couples and myself. To combat things, I communicate timelines early and often. For example, every month on social media and in my monthly newsletter, I would remind couples when they need to start planning. I'll say something like, all right, September and October couples, now is the time to order your wedding invitations. I also have a timeline sign at bridal shows letting people know that they need to plan their stationery a year ahead of time. And believe me, I always get one or two couples that say, well, the other stationer down the hall said 
They only need five months. Listen, I don't care what anyone else is doing. You set the boundaries and timelines based on what you need to run your business and serve your customers. And if people come too late, let them go. It's not worth the time and stress. Stick to the rules you set for your business. Your calendar will fill up and you will be less stressed. Number two, the second reason people don't buy is they just don't want it. They don't want what you sell or they don't find that it's necessary. This one is an easy one to combat. Let them go. If stationary is not important or exciting to a couple, that's okay. These are the people that say stuff like, oh, it's just a piece of paper that's going to get thrown out. Do I really want to work with that type of person? They're not bad people. They're just not my customer. So when I hear these words, I absolutely encourage them to do something cheaper and easy and invest that money in another area of the wedding that they actually care about. We are not going to spend our energy begging or convincing anyone. Can we talk about the difference between working hard and constantly working? I will never tell you that you don't need to work hard. That's just not in my nature. And quite honestly, You need to work hard if you want to get to your goals. You'll see some gurus who have already figured it out and are now able to relax on the beach and they'll tell you it's not about working hard, but it is. You need to work hard to get to the point of being able to float on the beach while making money. It's just the damn truth. But that does not mean that you need to be constantly working. It means you have to work hard on the right things. That is the difference. You can absolutely make those big, bold dreams happen within a normal 40-hour work week, but to make that happen, you need to get crystal clear on what works so you can go all in on that and nothing else. Do you want to work 80 hours throwing spaghetti at the wall to see what sticks? Hell no, you don't want to, but sometimes we feel like that's the only way. I'm going to help you figure out what works and how to go all in on that during my free masterclass. It's called How I 10X'd My Wedding Stationery Business, 30K to 300K in yearly revenue in just five years. We cover the needle movers that allowed me to grow to multi-six figures and I hold nothing back. Sign up at lindsayjwilliams.com slash masterclass. The class is available right now for you to watch. And if you can't watch right away, register so you can get the replay to tune in whenever you're ready. I can't wait to see you there. Number three, this is the most common but most misunderstood money. It's just too expensive. Custom invitations, a high-end planner, photographer, florist are not the cheapest option. That's just a fact. But we know our value and we provide the best. So that's the first attitude that you need to take, confident in the value that you provide and the prices you charge. But I also realize that money is a real concern. And personally, I am totally transparent with ways to save. I teach my couples how to DIY certain aspects of their wedding stationery if they want to. They could do their own wax seals. They could order their own lace sleeves. And I'll also explain that we can combine things like the reception card and accommodation card to cut down on pieces. 
As long as couples meet my overall order minimum, I'm more than happy to talk through ways to cut down on cost. Because here's the thing, if a couple wants to take the assembly off my plate and do it themselves, that saves me so much more time in the long run and therefore making the jobs more profitable. So it's not an issue for me to suggest ways to save without offering discounts or lowering my cost. That's important to mention. But here's the real thing I want to talk about when it comes to the money reason, the reason it's too expensive. And please listen to this with an open mind. Again, I understand that budget is a real concern, but I believe that it's often not that you are too expensive. It's that the customer doesn't see your value and how it's worth the cost. It's not that they don't have the money, they don't see your value. Think about it. How many times do you meet with couples who are getting married at a very fancy venue and you give them a $2,000 invitation quote and they're totally shocked? Now, I know that's a bold thing to say. I don't know everyone's finances, so please don't DM me nasty messages, but it's the truth. I know it's happened to you before and I shoot straight. People will find a way to make it happen. They'll find the money if they want it bad enough. So what's really happening is you're not doing a good enough job communicating your value. You're not telling them how you are different from all the other planners, photographers, stationers, DJs. So the only thing that they have to compare you is your prices and your work, which sometimes tend to all look pretty similar because we're in the wedding industry. All of our work is beautiful. No knock to any of our qualities, but if you hashtag wedding invitations, wedding florals, wedding photography, it would all look pretty similar. So you need to get really good at communicating your value so that it's an absolute no-brainer when they look at you and another vendor that does the same thing. I have a guide that walks through how to do exactly this, communicating your value. It's called How to Make Your Competition Irrelevant, and you can find it at lindsayjwilliams.com slash competition. We will put the link right here in the show notes. All right, my friends, there you have it. Three main reasons why people are not buying from you and how to respond. But I also want to challenge you to take a real hard look at your business and ask yourself this, what are the top objections that people might say after I pitch my product or service? I asked myself this question early on in my business, and that's exactly how I came up with these three things we talked about today. I said, okay, if I tried to sell someone a high-end custom invitation suite, what might they say? And the answers I came up with were these. I don't have a year to spend on this. My wedding's in three months. Or I don't need fancy elaborate invitations. I'll just go to Vistaprint. Or I only budgeted $500 for my stationery. This is way over my budget. Time, want, money. But do this for your business. And when you do, shoot me a DM and let me know your thoughts because this might be different for you. For example, if you're an officiant, that's a really personal thing. So their reason might be that they don't know you or trust you yet. If you're a bridal boutique, it might be the style you offer or the sizing options. The reason people aren't buying can absolutely change depending on your business and how you serve your customer. But the best thing that we can do for our businesses and our customers is recognizing the possible hesitations up front so we can respond accordingly. 
And I'll leave you with that. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I can't wait to see how you put this insight into action. Thank you for listening. And as always, keep on building those businesses. There you have it. We just finished another episode of the Build That Business podcast. For a recap of the show, head on over to lindsayjwilliams.com slash show notes. And if you're looking for a community of like-minded creative entrepreneurs, join us inside our private Facebook group at lindsayjwilliams.com slash group. I can't wait to see you there. Oh, and P.S. If you love this episode and never want to miss an opportunity to be challenged and inspired, click subscribe now. Keep on building that business, girl girlfriends.